0: Yes, Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, we thank God. We've always got time for somebody to pray for the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Seek the Lord. God bless her today. Amen. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Bless her today, God. Amen. It's good to have everybody in this service. Amen. Some new folks here today, the Schafers. good to have them in this service. A brother Wynn here today, Lord bless him, family coming here today, and a brother that uh, moved the carpet, brought the carpet from Dalton, Georgia, uh, Eddie Hopper, amen, wouldn't take no money for it, and we appreciate him being here today, works for the beaches, God bless him, amen, praise God, good to have the Dillons here, BB, God bless the Dillons. Here in the house of the Lord The Collins that have come to worship the Lord Amen Brother Shane good to have you Mother here amen. the Victory's here Lord bless you Step down Praise God Praise God Bless her Lord uh, Amen Thank you Jesus Hallelujah, Hallelujah First time to come Seek after the Holy Ghost Amen Thank the Lord for it well, praise God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, brother, uh, brother Calhoun, your sister today from the house of the Lord. And uh, Brother Petco, Lord bless you, the visiting minister here today. Good to have you here. Good to have Sister Middleton here always. And uh, the Dennis's, Lord bless them. They they drove up here from Eldorado today to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Let them be here. Everybody that's coming, God bless you. Amen. I want to preach to you today what I feel the Lord has laid upon my heart. Do you have your Bibles and are you ready for the Word? Well, that's about 27, said amen. Where's the rest at today? Hallelujah. Are you ready for the word of the Lord? Praise God. Turn your Bibles to 1 Corinthians, the ninth chapter, and the 24th verse, 1 Corinthians 9 and 24. If you'll remain standing, I'll read these three verses of scripture, and then I'll get you to help me obey the Holy Ghost. And that this move of God that we feel today would just continue in this house. Hallelujah. Amen. Everybody say, Lord, keep moving. moving. Amen. 1 Corinthians 9 and 24. Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. Then he said, So run that ye may obtain. And every man that striveth for the mastery is tempered in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown. They're just trying to get a gold medal to hang around their neck. But we, an incorruptible. And then he said, I therefore so run. Not as uncertainly, so fight I. Not as one that beateth the air. And I just want the Holy Ghost to move in this house for a few minutes and speak to everybody's heart. Amen. Have you come today to be stirred in your spirit? Or have you come to just be entertained and hear another sermon? I want the Holy Ghost to stir up our spirit. I want the Holy Ghost to speak to our spirit and make us hungry for the Lord. And that's what I want to preach to you today about. It's a form of a question. Do you have direction in your running? And second question, what are you running after? Everybody's running. Just open the doors of this, front of this church today and you'll see people running. When we first, the Lord blessed us to find this property. We checked with the highway department and they told us there was over 120,000 cars a day that pass in front of this building. That's been over 10 years ago. They've added a couple lanes since then. So there are thousands and thousands of people. And not only just here in front of this church, of course, across this nation around the world. People are running to and fro. But I want God to give us direction and give us help. Amen. Hallelujah. Would you just lift up your hands and ask the Lord to speak to your spirit, not your neighbor, but to your spirit today. Ask God to do it. Lord, speak to Our spirit and my spirit in this building today, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Talk to me today. Talk to this good church today. I pray in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Praise God. You can be seated. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. You know, it's important for us to. Think and to look ahead and look up the road as you're traveling down life's journey. Where is all this going to end up? And what is going to be uh, the end of this? David asked that very serious and important question in Psalms, uh, the 39th chapter and the fourth verse. He made a request of the Lord, and it was this Lord, make me to know mine end. Have you ever asked the Lord to do that? Lord, make me to know mine end and the measure of my days, what it is, that I may know how frail I am. Make me to know my end, how all this is going to end up, what will take me out of this world, and then how long will I live, is what David was asking. And then I would understand every day as I go along, if I could know how I was going to end my life and I could know how long I was going to live and that was on my mind every day, then I would understand how frail that I am. And, you know, it's something for us to consider because I just have a feeling when when you die, when I die, it'll be very like likened to today. That uh, there'll be things you'll be in, projects you in the in the middle of doing, and there'll be things that you were planning to do. And um, that will be what will, will be happening at the end of your life. When you step off this great conveyor belt that keeps on turning and keeps on moving, well, then uh, that that's perhaps what will be going on in your life. Uh, there will be projects and things you're in the middle of and things you want to do and things you're planning to do. And it will be very similar to just like today. Think about it. Very similar to just what's going on today. Amen. That's what will be happening in your life. Is everybody still with me? Amen. Is everybody going to let the Holy Ghost speak to your spirit? Now I know this is the kind of things you push way out of your mind and uh, you don't want to think about preparing uh, for eternity or death and we don't want to think about uh, the funeral and the last of our days and, uh, and all these things and preparing for, for death but it just is certain that we're in this building. That's just how certain life is going to end for all of us one day. And it, it takes a wise man and a wise person to, uh, to look up ahead, look down the road and think about it and prepare for it. It takes big people. It takes strong people that says I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave a will and I'm going to uh, I'm gonna have my funeral taken care of. I'm going to have everything where, where the family will not go through those things. We'll not have to deal with those things. And I know that I'm not preaching about anything exciting right now for certain. Amen. We love to push these things out of our mind and we don't want to think about them. But uh, that doesn't do away with it and that doesn't stop it from coming. Whether you talk about it or you don't talk about it, there's a number on everybody today. There's, there's the time that will come in your life that, that God will call you home. amen. Thank God for the hope of the resurrection. And that's our great hope and that's our reason for being here today. But Lord, help us to know. Help us to know our end. How will it end up? And what is the measure of our days? Hallelujah. Speak to our hearts, Lord. And this will help us to consider the direction we're running in. And what we are running after. We don't want to be, as the Apostle Paul I read to you today in our scripture text, as one that just is beating the air. And one that has no direction. And then they just get up in the morning and whatever's there uh, allotted for them to do and whatever routine they've been in the last perhaps number of years, just fall right in that routine. And just run, uh, keep, stay right in that rut and never, never stop to think about how will all this end. And at the end of my days, how will it be with me? Praise God. I'm glad that we found a real salvation. I'm glad we found a real God. I'm glad we found the kind of salvation, when you get it, you will know it. And there will be that deep, settled peace. And that peace that only the Holy Ghost can give. Thank God for it today. Amen. Sister Kathy was praying here Sunday night. She was facing an illness and sickness. And after she got through praying, she said, I want to tell you, Brother Holmes, I am not worried about what I am facing. Amen. I feel peace in my heart regardless. Amen. That is a wonderful thing to be able to say and to feel regardless of whether I live or I die. Amen. Everything is all right. And I feel a peace in my spirit. Thank God for it. It, it, it will not come by an accident, but it comes because a person has prepared themselves. Amen. Search their heart, search their life, and desire to do the will of God. Matthew, the 6th chapter and the 19th verse. Matthew 6 and 19. Jesus said these words, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon the earth. Where moth and rust doth corrupt Where thieves break through and steal But he said but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven Where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt And where thieves do not break through and steal He said for where your treasure is There will your heart be also Amen Oh God help us to not just be running after the things and the natural things of this world. Matthew, the 24th chapter. Sorry, let's go to Song of Solomon, the second verse. Here are Solomon's words, second second chapter, 14th verse. He said, My dove that are in the clefts of the rock... In the secret places of the stairs Let me see thy countenance Let me hear thy voice For sweet is thy voice And thy countenance is comely Third chapter, first verse By night on my bed I sought him whom my soul loveth I sought him But I found him not Then Solomon said I will rise now And go about the city, in the streets, in the broadways, I will seek him whom my soul loveth. I sought him, but I found him not. The watchmen that go about the city found me, to whom I said, saw ye him whom my soul loveth? And it was but a little that I passed from them. But I found him whom my soul loveth, and I helped him, and would not. Let him go. He said, I sought after the one whom my soul loveth. And I went different places. And I could not find him. But I kept seeking after him until I found the one in whom my soul loveth. And then he said, I held him. And I would not let him go. I was determined to hold on to him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, everybody today is seeking and running, as I've already said, after something. And it is important that we would have direction and help in our life. That we would not spend it on things that are, it's not going to amount to much. The Bible said all these things are going to melt with a fervent heat. And they're going to be passed away and done away with. And the real thing today that you're doing in this building uh, is the thing that's really going to count. And that's seeking after a closer a closer relationship with God. You know really when it's all said and done there's two things that we're here to help with and to preach about and to deal with. And we do it service after service. You boil it all down, it comes down to two things. One is relationship with one another. And then second is building a relationship with God. That's what the preaching for is for. Every time you hear the, the songs are for, the worship, the, the service is for, is that you have come here today that you may build a relationship to God and get closer to God and know God and walk with God and feel God. And this was Solomon that was seeking after him that I read to you today about. He said, I sought him in the Broadway. I sought him in the, the streets. I was looking for the one in whom my soul loveth. So I want to tell you something. Every man, woman, that when they're born in this earth, there is a part of them that is seeking after the high, higher power. And there, there's something in their heart. There's, God puts something in there, an instinct in them to want God and to seek after God and to uh, reach for God. And and it's got to be cultivated. Many times, of course, the natural side is cultivated. And the spiritual side is left undone and untouched. And it's as the parable that was given in the Bible. The thorns grow up and the thorns choke the good seed. The pressures of life, the running to and fro, uh, the utility bills that's got to be paid. And on and on the list goes. And the bass boat that's got to be tried out and the golf clubs, it's got to be tried out. And, and on the list is so long that people spend their life and that their whole focus are, are these natural things. And, and they just, they go catch the bigger fish. The big bass is just, if we can just get, go down just a little farther. He's just down there. And it's always, it doesn't matter how big you've caught and how big one you have, hanging on the wall. It's if I can just get one just a little bigger than that one. And the deer hunter is standing in the woods and he's just waiting on a bigger buck to come by. And the duck hunter, he's looking for another mallard. He's wanting one that's got a band on its foot. And some people, their whole focus of their life, that this is the focus of it. It's all for the natural. It's all for the natural man. It's all for now. Give it to me now. And then the drive for money. Amen. Hey man, if I can just... If I can just drive a little better car and have a little better house and have a little more money in the bank, it doesn't matter how much they've got. It doesn't matter how much we've been blessed. It's always just out there, just a little more. Amen. And all those things in in their proper place, there's nothing wrong with them. But I want to tell you, it should not be our focus. It should not be our motivator. It should not be what drives us. There ought to be in our heart a love for God that we're seeking after God. All these things are gonna pass away. They're just little side fun and side trips, amen, to break some of the routine. But I tell you, the main focus in this world is I want to know Him, and I wanna walk with Him, and I wanna feel Him, and I wanna have a relationship with Him. Everybody clap your hands and ask God to help us today. Oh, God, speak to our spirit, God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Now, Matthew, the 24th chapter and the 40th verse. He said, Then shall two be in the field, and one shall be taken, and the other left. And he gave again, Two women shall be grinding at the meal, and one shall be taken, and the other left. One shall be taken and the other left. Why is it that they could be so close together? Two could be in the field working and one would be taken and the other would be left. Two women would be grinding at the meal and one, he said, shall be taken and the other left. How could this be? How could two people be sitting on the same pew? And one would be taken and the other left. And I want to answer that today in light of the good word of God. How could it be? Two people and one would be taken. Felt the same thing, heard the same thing, the same song, same sermon, and then one would be taken and the other left. Well, I'll tell you today what it is. It's when you hear the word of God you've got to take the word of God and you've got to mix that word with faith. Everybody say faith. Faith. You can't just be a hearer but you've got to be a what? What makes you a doer? Faith. If you believe this really works you will do what? You will do it. Let me say it again. If you believe that the Bible works and the principles of the Word of God works. If you truly believe they work, what will you do? Everybody say it. You'll do it. And the sure sign that you do not believe God's Word is when you do not do it. And let me tell you, you're not going to get in trouble because you didn't do it. You're going to get in trouble because you did not believe God. Well, it's quite Amen. But it's right. Amen. God, stir up our faith. Why? Because I want to be that one that is taken. I don't want to be left behind, friend. I want to be full of faith. And I want to believe with all of my heart. And I want to practice and I want to be a doer of the word. Because when that trumpet sounds, I don't want to be left grinding at the mill or still in the, flat, uh, in the field. Amen. But I want to hear him say, well done, thy good and thy faithful servant. Amen. I want to walk with him. I don't think that we could search the Bible over and find more of a classic example of what I'm preaching about today. And in, in the, in the, you find in the lives of two, two men, two brothers. And they were the son of Rebekah and Isaac. And, and, and while the, these were twin brothers, and while these children, these two boys were in their mother's womb, the Bible said they were struggling. And she prayed and asked God, what, what is going on? And the Lord told her, there's two nations in your womb, and two manner of people shall be separated from the bowels. And the one people shall be stronger than the other people. And the elder shall serve the younger. And those two people, we've come to know who they are. And those two today was Jacob and Esau. And it is the Jews and the Arab world. And they were two nations born out of that birth. And here you have these two boys that are born and you see them through the eyes of the scripture develop and grow. And of course, Esau is the man that had the birthright and was the priest of the household and was blessed of God. And the hand of God was upon him. And it was Jacob, though, that had this intense love for God. I mean, he, he wanted God. He loved God. Uh, you see it through the scripture. He made terrible mistakes. He did some real goofy things and bad things, but he didn't take away from one fact. Is he had a he he was focused. He knew what was important in life. And he 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 loved God and he wanted God. And he sought after God. Amen. And and wanted to know God. And and he just he had his eye on God. He had his eye on the blessing. He was after the blessing. And he knew Esau had been blessed. And he said, I want that blessing. I want the blessing that's been pronounced upon my brother. And it was Esau comes in one day and he's hungry. And he says, I just feel like I can't go any further. I'm going to tell you you better watch that spirit. When the devil makes you feel like, man, I'm about to faint. I can't go any further. I can't deal with this anymore. You better just put the park brake on and say, devil, you get out of here. I'm not tired and I'm not weary. I'm preaching to somebody today. I said, you better set the park break. when the devil makes you feel like, man, I'm fixing to fly apart. I'm fixing to have to do something right or wrong. I'm going to do something. No, you better not do anything. Amen. Don't ever let the devil, he, oh, 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 Esau, he said, I'm about to faint. I am, I am about to faint. And he he said, what is this birthright good for anyway? And Esau said, behold, I am at the point to die. I'm about to die. And what profit shall this birthright do to me? Did you know this is a trick of the devil that works on the saints of the Most High? After you got in the church of the Most High and found out about this wonderful salvation of this wonderful God... The devil will get you in a jam. The devil will work on your nerves. The devil will work you over every way he can to make you feel like, man, I'm just, I I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to do something and I've got to do something. I'm at the point to die and you need to stomp your big foot and say, you're a liar devil. I'm going to go back to church again. Let me ask you a question today. Is this not true? Times when the devil did everything in the book to keep you from getting to this house. When you pressed on through and you tore your way through and said, no, I'm going to go on. Was there not a big old blessing waiting on you when you got here? Everybody clap your hands. Everybody help me preach today. I'm asking you again, was there not a big blessing when you got here and all hell broke out to keep you from getting here? And you had to say, no, I'm not going to let anything stop me. I'm going to go to the house of God. And this is when old Jacob, brother, he was waiting for that day. And he said, swear to me this day. And he swore unto him and he sold his birthright unto Jacob. And Jacob gave Esau bread and potridge of lentils. And he did eat and drink. My God, how cheap can people sell out? How foolish can people sell out their soul? Eat and drink and rose up and went his way. Now here, here gives you insight on Esau. In these, the last portion of this verse, it tells you a lot about him. And it's this, it says, Thus Esau despised his birthright. He wasn't a seeker of God. He wasn't after God. I want to find God. I want to do the will of God. I want to go to church. I want to serve God. You know what he looked at that birthright and said? He said, this is nothing but a burden to me. This, this, this God and this church and this Holy Ghost and this living for God Esau looked at it and he said, it ain't nothing but one big burden. And the Bible said he despised his birthright. He despised his place in God. You know what he was doing? He was backsliding. You know what he should have been despising? Everybody say the world. His focus had become entirely other things other than, I want to find God. Let me find God. Let me walk with God. Let me live for God. Oh, the devil's a liar. The devil's a liar. Hallelujah. Satan, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. I don't know how much fun you had yesterday. I hope you enjoyed and had a great day. But I want to tell you what. Hey man, there was no fun in this world like there was fun in this house of God. You know, there's just some days like that. It seems like God just leaves the windows of heaven open in this place. Oh, Brother Holmes, I, I, I got other things. I got other things on my mind. I'm going other places. I'm doing other things. I despise I despise, I despise. You better watch that spirit. You better get a hold of that devil. You better get a hold of him by the nape of the neck because I tell you what's going to happen. There's going to be two grinding to the meal. Amen. There's going to be two working in the field and one's going to be left and the other is going to be taken. And you know what? I'm determined. I want to be that one that is taken. Help me today, come on church, come on prayer warriors. We gotta have more than just church, we gotta have a move of God. I know the devil is fighting. Hey man, what I'm even preaching right now. But you know what I feel like? I feel like giving the devil a shin kicking today. Get out of here devil. We found something better than bass boats. We found something better than golf clubs. We found something better than deer hunting. We found something better than horseback riding. You need to help me today. You know what? You know what I've got out today? i got out this old gospel sword, and I'm trying to cut some thorns away from you because it's about to choke out your Holy Ghost. And you're going to wake up one day and say, I sold out for a bigger bass. I sold out for a bigger deer. And look what I have traded. I have traded eternity for something that's not going to mount to a hill of beans. I'm trying to cut some things away from your life a little bit. Hey, friend, get it all in perspective. Get it lined up like it ought to be. Get your priorities right. Well, hallelujah. 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 <laughs> Be a Jacob, 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 go after him, find him, be a Solomon. i got to have him, i got to have him, I've got to have him, I've got to have him, I've got to feel him, I've got to know him, above everything in this world i got to be saved. Let me tell you, friend, amen, the fishing pole, it'll get old and outdated. The golf clubs, they'll rust and they'll burn and they'll be done away with. But what I'm preaching about today and what I'm trying to get you to seek after, nothing can burn it out of your heart. Nothing can steal it from you. And I'm just trying to get a church today to say, we're going to be Jacob's. We're going to be Jacobs because I'm going to tell you, when this church co- turns cold and carnal and becomes a bunch of Esau's, you can't pastor an Esau. You say pray and he despises prayer. They get that old bad spirit on him. No, no. I mean, you say fast. No, no. You say let's worship. No, no, no. You know what? He was despising everything. He said he despised his birthright. He he hated that thing. He didn't want it. It was was bondage to old Esau. And old Jacob was standing right there and said, give me that blessing. (laughs) Give me that blessing. And then it came time that Isaac would bless his sons. And he was going to bless, of course, the elder son first. And again... Jacob. He weaved his way right in. And he didn't have to do that, but he he, he worked his way right in. And uh, he got the first blessing. He was blessed by his father. And finally, when poor old Esau woke up, he said. Talking about Jacob, he said, he's, it is not he rightly named Jacob? For he hath supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright? No, he didn't take it away. You gave it away, Esau. You didn't want it, Esau. It didn't mean nothing to you, Esau. Come on now. There's a bunch of backsliders home today sitting pouting, all swollen up, Somebody knocked me out of church. They got my place. They offended me. They hurt my feelings. No, they didn't offend you. You didn't want to live for God. Because if you'd have wanted to live for God, all hell couldn't have stopped you from going to this church. So you just put your swelling up and be honest with yourself. You didn't want it. You didn't want it. That's the reason you lost it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And this poor old Esau, sucking on his thumb, crying, whining, he said, And behold, now he has taken away my blessing. And he said, Has Thou not receive, he asked his father. Have you not reserved a blessing for me? Can't you still bless me? And he did. And then trouble broke out. Jealousy. And old Esau, he said, I'll tell you this. I'm going to wait and let my old dad die. But when my dad dies, I'm going to kill this Jacob. I'm going to get rid of him. And this is when the Lord spoke to Jacob. And Jacob began to run. And he comes to a place called Bethel. And there, when he's at Bethel, the Lord gives him a dream. He's, he's, got, a, he's got a rock, stone for a pillow. And he sees in the night, he sees a ladder, a ladder stretched down out of heaven. And he sees angels ascending and descending on it. And the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham. So I'm going to tell you what, if you'll love God, God will love you. He's no respecter persons. You quit, cut all that out. Quit that foolishness and nonsense. Why does everything go against me? I'm going to tell you, God's not against you. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, the, thy father and the God of Isaac and the land wherein thy liest, To thee will I give it, and to thy seed I'm going to bless you. And when old Jacob woke up out of that, he said, surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. And he was afraid and said, how dreadful is this place. This is none other but the house of God. This is the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. And Jacob rose up early in the morning and took a stone that he had put for his pillows, and he set it up for a pillow, and poured all upon it, upon the top of it. There he does a sacrifice. He said this. He said this is the house of God, and he said the house of God is the gate to heaven. That's why it's important to go to church. Somebody said I can just stay home, do just as well as you going to church. Well, you got to go through the gate, brother. You can't get to heaven without you go through the gate. I didn't say it. God said it. He said the gate to heaven. Well, let me read it to you again. This is none other but the house of God, and this is the gate of? Everybody say heaven. The house of God is the gateway for you to get to heaven. Amen. Everybody say, I'm going to come back to church tonight. Amen. Because I want to, you've got to go through the gate to get to heaven. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then Jacob, after he had his dream, he goes on to his uncle's house, Laban. And there he began, He reaps some things that he's sown. He's deceived by Laban. He says, I'll work seven years for Rachel. And he ends up working deceived and working 14 years and then old Laban changes his wages 10 times and troubles him but he didn't lose faith he doesn't get feeling sorry for himself he still keeps believing still has faith and confidence in God that God's going to bring him through and after working there and making old Laban rich then one day God spoke to Jacob and said Jacob now it's time for you to go back home Jacob gets ready to go, heads back to home, and uh, the Bible said that Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham and God of my father Isaac, the Lord which saith unto me, return unto thy country and to thy kindred, and I will deal well with thee. Here's what old Jacob said. He said, I'm not worthy of the least of all the mercies and all the truth, which thou hast shewed unto thy servant. For with my staff I passed over Jordan, and now look at me. I am become two bands or two armies. He said, when I left, he said, all I had was a staff. I didn't even have a pillow. All I had was a staff in my hand, and that's what I left with. And he said, now look how God has helped me and how God has blessed me. I've got two two bands or two, two armies, amen, flock and, and blessed with children and the hand of God is upon his life, he said, I am not worthy of the mercies and the blessings of God. How do you feel today toward God and all of his goodness to us? Could we not lift up our hands right now and thank him for his goodness and all the benefits of living for God? Oh, how good God has been in our life and how much we have been blessed. And now he's returning and he's going to face this hostile brother. He's going to face this brother that's out to kill him. And he says, God, i got to have your help. And he goes to a place to pray, Jabruk, and he gets there and he seeks after God. And while he's there wrestling and praying through the night and seeking God, let me tell you something. When you can't sleep, don't feel bad about it. Amen. That's a good time to pray and it won't, every night will not be like that. Amen. Just go ahead and pray the night through. Well, hallelujah. Amen. Wrestle with the angel a little bit. Seek after God. He says, God, I'm not going to turn you loose until you bless me. I'm going to hold on until you bless me. When's the last time you ever had a prayer meeting and you said, I'm not getting up until I, till I touch it? I'm not going to stop praying until I break through. You will never come to a prayer meeting that you won't have a time of wrestling. And you will wrestle with this old flesh. And you will wrestle with your old spirit. And you just say, hey, I'm determined. I'm going to break through. And I'm going to touch God. Every time somebody comes and prays for the baptism of the Holy Ghost, that's what happens. It's a wrestling it's a, with the spirits and things of this world. Thank God for the sister that got the Holy Ghost last Sunday night. <laughs> Amen. <clears> the <throat> power of the Lord fell on her. She lifted up her hands to God. Amen. Never have they had the Holy Ghost? Hallelujah. Raised in a different, all, altogether different, type of church amen didn't believe in the Holy Ghost hallelujah but she, you know what she's been coming three or four times and, and has gotten in a Bible study you know what she is she's a Jacob didn't have to do it mother's not making her do it nobody's not making her do it she just got hungry for the real thing hey if you're wondering what this is today this is the real thing Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know what God's looking for today? He's looking for some Jacobs. They're not perfect by long means. They haven't done everything right by long shot. But they're, they're, they love him. <laughs> they fear him. They want the birthright. They want the blessing. They want the touch. They know it's real. They know this Holy Ghost is real. They know God is real. Amen. They, they know the world does not satisfy, that it will never satisfy a soul. And they're, they're Jacobs. And they said, just, Amen." man, I'm going to break through. I'm going to get a touch. And he, he got a hold of this angel. And the Bible said they wrestled. And they kept on wrestling. Amen. And, and he kept on fighting and praying. And he prayed till he broke through. Hallelujah, and and his, God touched him, changed his name, and said, "Jacob, your, your name's not going to be Jacob anymore, but your name is going to be Israel." For he said, "As a prince hast thou power with God and with men, and hast prevailed." You know what? You know I read in the scripture over and over. The prophets prophesied about Israel. They said you'll control the gates of your enemies. The Palestinians they decide to move when the Jews open the gates and close the gates. I'm going to tell you if anything if you ever have a doubt about the Bible, you're just look at the nation of Israel and know this this book is right. This book is inspired by God. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus for the truth. Amen. Jacob's name was changed you're going to be a prince. You're going to have power with God. You're going to have power with man. And you're going to prevail in whatever comes your way. And then last and final, God speaks to him. And he, goes, he meets his brother Esau. Esau comes, embraces him, and kisses him. And, uh, and God went before him and made the way. Now God speaks to him one more time. And God says to Jacob, Jacob, now you go back to Bethel. And God said unto Jacob, Arise and go up to Bethel. And let me tell you, any time you go to church, you're going to be going up. Go up to Bethel and dwell there and make there an altar unto God that appeared unto thee when you were running from your brother. Then Jacob said unto his household and to all that were with him. See, friend, you don't know how much time you got your, your days may be already well spent on this earth. The reason you're feeling the pull to go back to Bethel. And Jacob said unto his household, he said unto all that were with him, put away the strange gods that are among you and be clean and change your garments. That's what happens. Amen. Put away the strange gods. Put away all those old heroes. Put away all those old stars and concert stars and singing stars, actors, and all that stuff. They're not our God. They're not our gods. Amen. We serve the living God. He's our hero. Put away the strange gods that are among you and be clean. Change your garment. We're going to go to church. We're going to live for God. He said, and let us arise and go up to Bethel, and I'll make there an altar unto God who answered me in the day of my distress and was with me in the way which I went. And they gave unto Jacob all the strange gods that were in their hand and all their earrings which were in their ears. And Jacob hid them under the oak. Oh, hallelujah. God, give us a spirit that says, I want to seek after God. I want to seek after God. A church that wants to seek after God. People that want to seek after God. Now, I want to go back now and show you the end of Esau's life. Hebrews, the 12th chapter and the 16th verse gives us an insight again on Esau. Here, one man sought after God. Here, this the other man despised the gift of God. He said, lest there be talking about Esau, any fornicator or profane person as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. For ye know how that afterward, when he would have inherited the blessing, he was going to get it, was rejected, for he found no place of repentance. or he, didn't, he could not find a place to turn around. Though he sought it carefully, with tears you know what the scripture saying it describes Esau it gives us insight on Esau that even the Old Testament does not give us it tells us that he was a fornicator he was an ungodly living ungodly he was a profane person disrespectful of spiritual things of the word of God and the things of God he did these things that's what brought him to selling his birthright For just a morsel of meat. And when he would have inherited the blessing, he was rejected. And for he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with tears. I'm going to tell you, the time to seek God is now. The time to live for God is why we have this day and this opportunity. I know it's summertime. I know it's vacation time. I know we got a number of people out today. Vacation, but I want to tell you something. We never should lose our focus of what really and truthfully is important in this life. We may stumble along the way, we may make some mistakes along the way. Amen? But I'm gonna tell you, give me the birthright, give me the birthright, give me the anointing, touch my life. I'm hungry for you, God. I want to walk with you, God. I want to feel your spirit. Lord, let the thirst get in every person in this building. And all I've tried to do today is preach to you and fan that little fire. Amen. If it's almost gone out, we're here to cultivate it for you and pray that it would come ablaze in your spirit. Amen. That you would cut through the thorns of life. That you would cut back The things that are choking out the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I'm busy. I got this. I've got that. Amen. But let there burn in our spirit. Hey, when it's in you, you will make time. When you really want to do it, let me tell you, you will find sometimes, some way, somehow. Amen. You will make provisions. I've got to do it. I've got to touch God. I've got to pray. I've got to live for the Lord. Amen. God's going to be my focus. I am determined that I am going to be a Jacob. And I'm not going to be an Esau. Everybody stand together. Oh, help us, Jesus. Reach and join somebody right now. And let's ask God to help us in this house. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I believe you today. Come on, lift up your voice in prayer, brothers and sisters. Amen. God, make Jacobs out of us. Make us hungry for you, God. Let there be a craving and a thirst in this building. Let there be a hunger. Oh, in our heart, in the heartbeat of this church for you, God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I wonder how many is in this building right now. You just need to walk right down to this front and say, God, I want to refocus. I want Jacob, the part of me of uh, 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 jacob stirred up in my spirit to come stand at this front and ask god right now lord i want to make a fresh new commitment to prayer and spirituality and walking with you lord in the name of jesus i believe you come on pray with you as you come ask god come on visitors you're welcome to come and join us around this front and say god turn me into a jacob Turn me into a Jacob. Uh, Turn me into a Jacob. Uh, Let that desire and that craving for holy things uh, be in my life. Uh, Oh, let me never lose sight. uh, Let me never lose my vision of you, Jesus. In the name of the Lord, I believe you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Make us a Jacob, God. Come on, that's the way. Just come on out of the balcony and, amen, ask God today. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You know what I'm praying today? I'm asking God, give us a thirst, God. Make me thirsty. If you knew how you were going to end this thing, and we all knew how short our life was, we wouldn't have a hard time praying today. We'd really know what was important. Oh, God, let us be wise people. Let us ask for it today in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus hallelujah 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 you want to help one another out and join up with someone and ask god right now in the name of the lord oh god oh jesus oh jesus in jesus name i believe you god i believe you god i believe you god oh let there be such a hunger Let there be such a thirst, let there be such a crave, oh God, in the name of the Lord. right now together in Jesus' name. I believe you, God. I believe you, God. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. 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 I want you right now, I want you to tell the Lord, Lord, stir up that flame in my heart. Amen. Stir it up, Lord. Let that little flickering flame turn into a blaze. That will consume me for you, God. Oh, I realize, Lord, this is what's really important. Give me the right focus today. Come on, ask him right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, God, help us, God. Help us, God. That it's not just the natural man that is seen about. But, oh, let our soul have time with you. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, Jesus, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. May it grow in our heart, amen, that close desire of him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know what his will is? His will is that we would prosper and be in health. Even, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. Right along with the natural man growing and doing well, you know what God wants? He wants the spiritual man to grow and do well. That's the challenge. I know I've preached a challenge to you today. It's a challenge, Brother Connor, to take the spiritual and the natural man and make them both grow. And make, make them both stay focused. Amen. It, it's, hard, it's hard in the natural to stay focused on what you should. And it's even harder for the spiritual because it just seems so far away. Heaven seems so far out there. And death seems so far from all of us. And that's the reason we need to say, God, make me to know my end. Let me know. Wouldn't that be something if God would reveal to us how we'd be taken out of this world and how the last page of our life would be? There's nothing wrong with that. Amen. I want to be prepared. I'd like to see my family prepared, this church prepared. Amen. Because just as sure as we're all standing here today, death is coming. There's no escape. And to know them. And then to know your, the number of days and how you're going to end, then when I get up on Monday morning, you know what I'm going to have on my mind? I'm going to say, you know what? It's June what? What's the date? 30th. Amen. 2003. And I've got June... 30th, 2006, and that'll be the end. I'm going to tell you, that gets you thinking sober. You'll stop playing games, amen, fussing and feuding over frivolous, stupid, goofy things that's not going to mount to nothing. It doesn't mount to anything. Amen? Uh, Did I get too hard then? Did I say that too strong? Amen. That'd, that'd get you to speak to everybody. If you knew today you had a couple more years and that, that'd be the end of it. Let me tell you, you'd be focused. If we knew without a shadow of a doubt. Amen. A couple more years, and my life would be over. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I want to tell you, 53 years can pass uh, uh, as fast as it has passed in my life. If another, even if I had another 20 years, I'm going to tell you what. I, I'm not here long, brother. Amen. I, I feel this conveyor belt moving today. Some are getting on back here. Just about seven months ago, I had a, a, a grandbaby to get on. Amen. But I'm 53 years down the conveyor belt. And it's rolling and it's moving. Hallelujah. I don't want to be lost. I don't want to be lost. I don't want to be no saw get the twisted up in my head. And I get the, man, I don't want to go to church. I don't want to pray. I don't want to give. I don't want to, this is nothing but a burden on me. Brother, you better shake yourself. You better get that demon off of you, Esau. (laughs) You better get that Jacob spirit back. It said. I know I'm not all that good, but I tell you what, every time I get, get a little blessed, I'm gonna get a little blessed. <laughs> every time I can slide in there, I'm gonna slide in there and I'm gonna touch you. Every time I get an opportunity, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I may go, to, it may be dry, I may not feel anything in the song, but that second song may be where it showers down on me. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something, friend. I'm glad to preach it and tell you to you tell you today you're at the real thing today amen God is so real brother Clifton you'll know when you feel this you'll know when the Holy Ghost comes down on you you'll know when the power touches your life amen hallelujah and I'm gonna be feeling after him and fishing for him I want to touch him hallelujah hallelujah well I feel released in my spirit hallelujah hallelujah I just, I want all you men and sisters to be Sister Jacobs and all you men to be Brother Jacobs. Brother Haney, we're going after him. Amen. We're not going to get sidetracked. Amen. We're not going to let nothing stop us. Hallelujah. We're not going to let nothing get in our way, Brother Rick. We're going after him. Amen. We're determined. We we found it. We know we found it. And we're just going to hold on to it. Amen. We're determined to have it. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Why don't you tell somebody? I'm determined. I'm determined to get a blessing tonight. Amen. Shake somebody's hand. Hallelujah, hallelujah.